welcome to the Lady Preacher Podcast, a podcast for the progressive Christian. In this space, you are welcome exactly as you are. Whether you are full of faith or full of doubt, feeling empty or full, questioning or wondering, there is space for you here. Come with an open heart and an open mind. We pray this fills your well today as you hear about an all-loving God, an embodied Christ, and an ever-moving spirit. Hello, Amazing Lady Preacher Podcast community. My name is Reverend Katie O'Dunn, and my pronouns are she, her, and hers. I am so incredibly excited to be with you today. I'm an ordained minister and interfaith chaplain and the founder of Faith and Mental Health Integrative Services, an organization helping individuals with OCD and related disorders live into their faith traditions in value-driven ways as they navigate evidence-based treatment. I offer support, training, and consultation for faith leaders, for individuals with OCD, and for clinicians. But really, my favorite part of this vocation is supporting the integration of spiritual and mental health during OCD treatment, helping people find light in the darkness in a lot of different ways. And that's really something I'm going to talk more about in our time together today. So I'm going to kick us off with a scripture. I'll be reading from John chapter 1 but specifically the translation in a women's lectionary for the whole church by Reverend Dr. Will Gaffney. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. The word was with God in the beginning. Everything came into being through the word and without the word, not one thing came into being that came into being. What has come into being in the word was life, and that life was the light of all people. The light shines in the bleakness, and the bleakness did not overtake it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify to the light so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light, the true light which enlightens everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world and the world was created through him, yet the world did not know him. To his own, he came and his own did not receive him. But all who did accept him, who believed in his name, he empowered to become children of God. That is, those who were born, not of blood or of the will of the flesh or the will of a human person, but of God. And the word became flesh and lived among us. And we have seen his glory, glory as of a parent's only child, full of grace and truth. So friends, this passage holds a special place in my heart. As I use John chapter one to explain the concept of the incarnation to students across faith traditions for seven years in my previous role as a school chaplain. I used to ask students to stand up in body or spirit each time we mentioned something divine in the passage. 
And I ask them to sit down in body or spirit each time we mention something earthly. These young theologians soon realized that we could not even begin to separate the divine from the earthly in this passage as they were standing up and sitting down and getting frustrated and all sorts of things. But y'all, this is the precise definition of the incarnation, not even being able to separate divine from earthly, especially as we prepare for the coming of Christ during this Advent season. Now, eventually during pandemic remote learning, this activity took on an entirely new meaning that exceeded academics. As a religious educator, I found myself leading this activity through Zoom, which really didn't have the same effect from an engagement perspective. As I tried to dig a little deeper with the students, I realized it's less about seeking to determine where the divine ends and the earthly begins, but rather it's about rejoicing in God's presence in a world that sometimes seems so broken. Even a world where we sometimes found ourselves in that space, in a pandemic, sitting behind a screen, no longer together in the classroom. Now in my work today with faith and OCD, I spend most days talking about brokenness and suffering in a different sense particularly for those navigating mental health struggles like religious scrupulosity, a specific subtype of OCD where obsessions and compulsions revolve around an individual's faith practice, but are very much driven by fear from the disorder rather than meaningful value-driven faith. Each day I sit with those who might have been previously misdiagnosed, or at times who were told simply to pray away their anxieties rather than directed to evidence-based treatments like exposure and response prevention. Sometimes folks experience this tragically for decades of their life. And serving as their chaplain, they often ask me, where is God in the midst of this struggle? Where was God for all of those years? And where is God now? Friends, this is where God's willingness to enter a world filled with suffering, injustice, and grief, simply to be with us, to walk alongside us, has taken on a new meaning for me. As I invite individuals to hold their grief and frustration without pushing it away, while also acknowledging that God tangibly walks with them through the process of creating beauty out of brokenness. It's about the divine's desire to validate our struggles, not dismiss them by making the choice to feel the full weight of our humanity, to experience even our deepest struggles. It's about recognizing that in the Holy One's willingness to connect in this way, we are offered hope that even in the midst of a broken world, we are valued, we are loved, and we are enough in the eyes of the divine. Perhaps in recognizing this conscious choice to become flesh, walk with and stay a little while among us, we can begin to see ourselves through the same loving eyes through which God sees us. And perhaps in the midst of this Advent season, we can help illuminate the light in the darkness for someone else who is struggling, 
letting them know that they are not alone, that God is walking alongside them and holding their hand, that we are there affirming and loving them, and that there is indeed always hope. Let us pray. Most holy God, creator of life and eternal comforter, as we move through this Advent season, help us to spot the light in the darkness, knowing that we are never alone, whatever we might be experiencing. Being assured that you are walking alongside us, holding our hand and giving us strength to turn even the tiniest glimmer of light into a brilliant, dazzling illumination for the world. Amen. Thank you so much for being here with me for just a few minutes today. I'm always happy to continue to connect and to be in dialogue and in community, especially if you're interested in getting involved in initiatives related to faith and OCD or religious scrupulosity. So to learn more, to get involved, or even just to connect, you can feel free to reach out at revkatieodun.com, my website, or on Instagram at revkrunsbeyondocd. I'm sending you all sorts of love on the journey and truly hope that you continue to find light in even the darkest places.